What's up, internet? Uh, welcome to shit. It's harder. It's harder than it, it seems. It's harder than it seems. Harder than it seems. But you know what? What's up, internet? You're listening to a story screen podcast. This particular one is called Hot Takes, where we go and see a newly released movie. Uh, we see the movie, obviously. Then we get in our cars. We drive home. We don't say a word about the movie, and then we sit down. And we hit record, and then we put down our freshest impressions and our, you know, our freshest thoughts, and we have a discussion. Um, your normal host, Jack Kolodzewski, has sailed the high seas to Europe, and in his place, I am your substitute host. My name is Jeremy Kolodzewski. I'm I'm commandeering this motherfucker. You asked very politely if you could host, and I felt too awkward to say no. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it worked out for everybody. Whatever. It's fine. That's his story. <laughs> Joined with me are was my very good friend, uh, Brian Castellano. That's me. Hello. You may know him from the Star Wars Overdrinkers. Yeah. This is... He's losing his hot take virginity. Ooh. Which, with, Ooh, with spicy. And yeah, and believe it or not, I watch more things than Star Wars related things. That's <laughs> yeah, true. But you're my, you're my fellow brother in arms who watches Rebels. Yes. And I like that. Good. I didn't finish it. I didn't know but... you watched Rebels. That's oh, awesome. I, oh, I fuck with Rebels. And, we'll talk about that off and mic. This, and this person is, uh, of course, a hot takes alum. He's been in like all these hot takes. You know him. Robbie fucking Anderson. That's that's me. Thank you so much for for having me. This is my home, but I you, you <laughs> I invite appreciate me in. that you let me be here. You have a lovely home. Thank you very much. All right, now let's get down to the nitty gritty. Mm, as, a movie we as saw. My man Scott Rogowski always says. Shout out to HQ. Uh, oh yeah, <laughs> the HQ. The HQ. We're your HQs now. Um, we saw the. Latest superhero movie. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, we, just fought, we saw Infinity War. So many of them. Very exciting. The superhero train never we had ends. Josh Brolin in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in here too. But no, this is the R-rated superhero comedy Deadpool Two, directed by half of the John Wick directors, David Leach. Leach, mm. Leach. Yeah. Either, whatever. Whatever. You're the you're the boss now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Starring, of course, Ryan Reynolds, uh, Josh Brolin, doing his like you know he's got two money maker superhero movies yeah. in in the box office. Did we, did we say the name of the movie? It's not Deadpool. I, I, I said oh, Deadpool. you said Deadpool too. Okay. Yeah. I, I got I got caught up in all the other superhero jum- jumblies. You like, just you got confused with just, like, just Josh Brolin. Like, is he Thanos? Is he Cable? Is, is he really we'll that short? I guess even so. even the movie itself was confused. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, we saw Deadpool 2. Let's get started with Robbie's thoughts. What did you think of Deadpool 2? First off, what, what's your relationship with Deadpool uh, as, as a character? My relationship with Deadpool, I don't have a ton of like history with the character. Uh, I knew his shtick of like being hyper-violent, breaking the fourth wall. Sure. Uh, Merc with a mouth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know in X Men Origins he was not done correctly. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I know that I really like Deadpool 1. I think the first Deadpool movie was really good. Uh, I think I saw it on opening night by myself, which was a great Valentine's Day for me. Um, <laughs> it was fantastic. I'm sorry. For no, that. no, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Great. But uh, I really liked the first movie. I thought what they did for the character really worked on a blockbuster level. Um, and I did enjoy the second movie, even though I do definitely have some criticisms on kind of the direction they, they took it. Brian, do you concur? Uh, yeah, I, I, I liked the first movie a lot. It was super funny, and it was an R-rated superhero comedy, which mm-hmm. hasn't really been done well. Not in a, yeah, not in a while. Not yeah. in a good while. I mean, it, Deadpool was just the perfect comic book character, because he is so disconnected from all the, like, uh, be-a-good-person morality of Marvel, yeah. especially in the last movie, Infinity War, was about. And, uh... He's he's just the wild card. You don't know what's going to happen, and you don't really care, because mm. it's just going to be great. <laughs> but I, I did enjoy the second movie. Um, I think I liked it more than the first one, but I have, like, very minor criticisms. Sure, too. sure, sure. Where do you land, Jeremy? Where do I land? Yeah. The thing that I find refreshing about these Deadpool movies is that um, they kind of cover uh, a kind of a, a dying genre in film, and that's, like... The visual comedy. It's very it's, slapsticky. It's yeah. very slapsticky. Yeah, you know, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of big stunts. Like it kind of reminds me of like the '80s Zucker films, like Airplane and The Naked Gun. Yeah, some of the Pink Panther movies. A sure, bit. Yeah. yeah. And it, you know, it it scratches that itch of like you know using the the advent of film to tell jokes. Mm-hmm. And you know, this movie spares absolutely no expense when it comes to. Telling a joke, like oh, yeah. if it if it gets an opportunity to tell a joke, if, it'll if, it'll fucking go for it. If someone is standing in the road, I have anxiety that they're gonna get hit by something. Right, and no, usually, no one's uh, safe. In this no no one's one is safe no on the street. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I I can agree with that. I think that, um, I just don't I don't I don't want I don't want to get into the criticisms of the of the film yet. Without getting into like spoilers, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, well, talk, I definitely enjoyed talk about it. some specific things that you liked. Things that I liked, um, I liked it was it was more of Deadpool one. Mm-hmm. Like I thought, like a lot of the gags that carried over were fun. I thought that like the comedy was still there. Um, but that's I think that's kind of where I feel a little lukewarm on the movie. At, at least like right now is my hot take um, because it, it felt very similar. It you did. Know? It felt, yeah. It feels very similar. It's just like you know something's not broken. Don't fix it. Um, but I didn't... I thought that the movie, as a result of being very similar to Deadpool 1, what they added kind of made the film lose focus. And I think Deadpool 1 had focus because it's a bit of like a genre, like pastiche in a way. Like Deadpool 1 is a is a love story. It's about a guy who, who is trying to get the girl or who gets the girl and the girl gets taken away. Um, whereas in this movie, I think it gets a little muddled the kind of message you know a little bit yeah i can i can agree with that we you think he's on the right track there brian i, th- I think uh deadpool one definitely had like a more straightforward narrative yeah a uh, guy gets girl funny things happen mm-hmm. it's, it's the basic comedy plot right in this movie it's more like guy learns to let go of girl to become more of a family person yeah which is kind of not with Deadpool's character, but I felt like they they it, it landed well enough that I wasn't like oh this is like Wade Wilson and uh, X Men Origins. Yeah, like they, <laughs> they definitely like give you enough in the beginning of the movie to kind of be like 
this makes sense for the movie version of Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's some more of its like darker uh, comic book. Just like a pure apathetic, like joke yeah, because like he's he's much less of like uh, to my knowledge, he's much less of like a nihilist in like these films, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like pure Bugs Bunny, but oh yeah, in for the sure, comics, he's a but... fucking Looney Tune. Mm-hmm. You know? But you know, I think what Brian said works well to describe this is that the movie works well enough. Mm-hmm. Within its own constraints, and I felt like, I felt like this movie was satisfying, even just as a regular old X Men movie, giving some limelight to like they, the, the side characters. They lean a little bit harder into the X Men stuff. In this yeah, film. and I thought you know it works better than I'd say X Men Apocalypse did yeah. Yeah, for me. For sure. And I you know I got I was pretty satisfied. It's definitely you know it. it's a with having cable in the movie it's a time traveling X Men flick which is usually what they are There's, nowadays. Now, nowadays you know mm-hmm. but even then I, I found some of that stuff uh, a little distracting like I like it when they get meta and they poke fun at like the kind of Fox or uh, not the the Sony Marvel machine right it's just Sony. just all superhero comics Sony yeah. sorry, it's, a couple, so, sorry. Let's, let's let's get this out of the way. Marvel is like everything. Sony is Spider Man, which they like oh, share okay. with Marvel, and Fox is X Men, Fantastic Four, and, Deadpool, and well, Deadpool, yeah, X Men. But oh, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, it's like Fox currently owns uh, the X Men, the Fantastic Four, and maybe like a handful of like obs- like obscure characters within the the X Men and Fantastic Four. Like there's some like there's some weird stuff with the with the scrolls yeah. who owns the scrolls but that's that's another fucking podcast talk about that yeah. when Captain Marvel comes out yeah right <laughs> yes um where was I going with this oh yeah shit <laughs> where, where were you going with where it was, where was I going what was my original well thought? we were talking about um the, the meta comments the, the meta, meta com- the, yeah. yeah the meta commentary I just, I thought I, I you know since this movie goes so like is so fast paced with its jokes that it's like whatever thing that they can do that's funny with Deadpool they just throw them all at the wall and just see what sticks yeah and you know not all the jokes worked of course but they were coming so fast that it didn't like really take me out too much when like I didn't find a joke funny yeah I think I found like pretty much all the jokes funny that's the thing like I think the movie is very cause I think the movie is very good to watch like one way through I don't really have a desire to see it again. Nah. But it's like Deadpool 1, I was just like, get me back. I want to see that movie forever. I love that movie, you know? Whereas this movie, like, it was a fun kind of, like, roller coaster ride. And I'm pretty sure I saw all that it had to offer to me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, well. Making a sequel to a comedy is a very difficult thing. Yeah, and, there's, and they have a lot of plates they're spinning. Because there's that, there's that desire to just, like, oh, everyone loved these jokes in the first movie. Right. Let's just tell them again. It'll be funny again. Like, you know, the, the Wayne's World 2 method yeah. of, of making a sequel. And this movie did that, and at the same time, it didn't. Yeah. It offers, like, a, a bunch of new stuff. Like, a, like, new characters that are very likable and are a lot of fun. Uh, performed well by, of course, Marvel. Like, recent Marvel alum, Josh Brolin. Yeah, like, uh, weird that he. <laughs> I just think it's so weird. It's hey, hey, I totally it's, agree. Yo, get it's paid, so get weird. paid, get money. He's making money, and he does. <laughs> I mean, like you know, his uh, portrayal of Thanos, I think, is a little bit. Uh, it's more, much more layered. And yeah, much more there's a lot more going on. Whereas Cable, um, Cable was never a very like interesting. Character I mean, he has like a singular like, mission, really. Like, yeah. yeah. 
Like if they he's, put him, he's the human Terminator. Yeah. If they put him in yep. like a normal X Men movie without like the comedy layered, like he'd fall like really kind of fall apart. He'd fall really flat. But I think I think his like stoic, gruffy, you know, eighties action hero. He looks fucking cool. As he hell. does look cool, and he yeah. and he works well with Deadpool's wacky. You know, the straight man to the wacky dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all works. I guess, I don't know why the movie, it, again, I don't want to make it seem like I didn't like the movie. It just, like, I was left a little disappointed because, like, maybe I hyped it up too much. I was just like, I love that first Deadpool movie. I have the Steel Book of it. Wow. It's pretty fucking cool. Steel Book. sick. <laughs> <laughs> it, came, it came with a bunch of stickers and, and rub-on tattoos. Fucking stickers. Yeah, rub on tattoos. Oh, yeah. Is that what that one is? No, these, these ones were rubbed on by a needle. Um, well, I feel, I feel like it's... Even though with all the, if you take like all the jokes and the superpowers aside, it feels like you've seen a movie like this before. Yeah, an X Men movie. <laughs> yeah, sure, an X Men movie. But the the style of this movie comes from just the powers uh, that mm-hmm. these characters have, and the humor that that happens when these ridiculous people meet and try to do something. And yeah, so I understand why you wouldn't want to see it again because it's you know what's gonna happen. In every yeah. scene, basically, you would just want to hear the jokes again, but you can like hear that anywhere else, right? Yeah, I guess so. I guess maybe that's kind of what it is. Like, uh, I I think the movie did a good job. Like, the, I think the marketing for the movie is kind of like the funniest part. Like, so oh, the, yeah, the marketing. external marketing is is really gotten to a point where it's like, okay, guys, like the movie's out. <laughs> like, it's good. like we're good stop showing up as Deadpool yeah places. like you're just, I think you're just really like wearing the suit I don't know I think Ryan Reynolds genuinely thinks he's Deadpool I think at this point I think Deadpool's playing Ryan Reynolds that's the thing that, that, that's especially not in this I think movie, you're on something in this movie that's that happens I, I yes mm-hmm. Spo- a little bit spoilers hey, I, I, well, only, I mean, only if you say it that's um, only when you say spoilers not people know if you don't want to hear spoilers uh, Deadpool is Ryan Reynolds Oh, yeah. Spoilers. Oh, oh, shit. Deadpool um, actually kills Ryan Reynolds. Spoilers. <laughs> and Ryan Reynolds kills Deadpool, in a way. In a way. In a way. Yeah, I mean, I guess, in a sense, it's like the, it's the role he was born to play, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. he's so... He knows it, too. I, think he's, I don't think anyone, you know, with, like, adaptations and, and baby, baby nerds, people like to hate on everything, but I don't think anyone would be like... Oh, there's someone else out there that could be a better Deadpool right now in 2018. It's I, like, I, no, I, no. I think you're right. I yeah, think I, you're think that's, right. I think that's a unanimous, like, he is the best one for for the job, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, what? who else would you hire? Johnny Depp? No, who <laughs> wants that? That's a, that's a, that's a Depp cut. I kind of want to see Depp that. That's a Depp cut. <laughs> but, but, like, I, I could see a studio doing that. Just being nah, like, yeah, just put him in a that, suit. Maybe, like, a decade ago. Yeah. You yeah. know? Or well, they, a decade like, ago, they cast Ryan Reynolds for X Men Origins. <laughs> I, guess you're, I guess you're right. He's had that. Sh- he's had that sh- show on lockdown for like for a while now. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, well, yeah, the the story about how he like how that movie, how that first movie came about, is just like you know Ryan Reynolds like working his ass off and bugging the studios to to like, make the movie for, like, years and years. There's one point where Robert Rodriguez was attached to it. That would have been interesting to see. Yeah. A Robert Rodriguez directed... That would have definitely film. leaned more into the violence and into the comedy. I Absolutely. Like, which I think, um... Which I'm not opposed to if... I think that's the thing. Think about, like, Deadpool as a franchise and, like, you know, 
we get into spoilers in the later part of the podcast, but spoilers for like existing in general, there probably will be a Deadpool 3. Oh, or, yeah. or it will be X-Force. Mm-hmm. We will see when that happens. But uh, I, I think when you look as you look at these movies as like a franchise, or if you're trying to do like, you know, a three arc piece, which I'm not even sure if it's like what they're doing necessarily. Um, I would have maybe maybe would have liked to have there's there's some emotional leaning that happens in this movie. I almost wish they they put some of those like dig into a little bit of those moments as well, you know, or dig into some of those like interesting things I think about Deadpool, the things that like humanize Deadpool to me where I'm like, oh yeah, give me give me some more of that besides just like a few you know flashy scenes. They they do, but they do the thing that a lot of superhero movies and Marvel movies especially do is that they like to punctuate those emotional moments with a joke. Right. And well that's but you know, it, it didn't feel out of place. It doesn't it didn't take me out of this movie as much as it does in other Marvel movies because every other minute there's a joke yeah. in this movie. It's true. I mean, even in, like, Infinity War, like, there's a good amount of, of joking that happens, but that's that's very, like, punctuated at, like, specific times. Like, this movie's, like... It's machine gun fire jokes. Oh, my God, it's so much. Yeah, I, I could see why people wouldn't like the movie if they... Uh, it can be a little much. It, it, yeah. Um, it's a lot. If you don't know what you're getting into yeah. with a Deadpool movie, yeah. you probably shouldn't see it. <laughs> It's not, the, it's not the movie for you. Yeah, and, and I don't think this movie's really going to sell people if they weren't into Deadpool in the first place. Yeah. Like, no, those just... people are lost. Because right? <laughs> they don't like fun. That's the thing. <laughs> oh, well. This, is, this movie's a fun ride, for sure. It's yeah. a good ride. With, I was uh, laughing my butt off the whole you time. Were, I was you, I was. Time. I was as well. I was as well. And, you know, there's, there's plenty of good fan service in there. Not, not the anime kind of fan service, but the yeah, yeah. The, uh, the, yeah. the Marvel movie kind of fan service. Yeah, I thought it The was, connective thought it tissue good. of all the motion pictures kind of... Yeah. Connective is a very loose term to well, describe. Well, with the X-Men ones, the it's X-Men, a little weird. The X-Men yeah. ones. Yeah, true. I mean, this is... I, I also kind of like how uh, Deadpool is like one of the last bastions of me being like, well, I'm kind of happy that Disney, like Marvel Studios, doesn't control these movies yet mm-hmm. I, I really punctuate that yet because like they will like a tsunami take all, everything at one point that the, we love the fox disney merger is like really complicated yeah i thought as, as of this podcast i thought it was a lot more i thought they had it but now it seems like that's not the case it's they're in a bidding war oh okay with comcast oh fun yeah, yeah. i don't want to i don't want to get into it but no. i i do like how you know i think uh because it's movies like Deadpool and Logan that kind of are like, I don't know if Marvel Studios would make movies like that. You know, like, like they, being very experimental. Very experimental, R-rated, uh, you know, being like, oh, we heard you guys want an old man Logan story, we're going to give you that. Oh, we heard you want an R-rated, like, really filthy Deadpool movie, we're going to give you that. Whereas, like, Marvel gives you what you want, but on their terms, I mm-hmm. think. And in a way, they are kind of like the weird dad who knows best. Like, there are definitely times I'm like, oh, I don't know. You hear like, oh, they're going to do this with this. I'm like, I don't really like that. And then they come out with a movie that's like fucking sick. And you're like, all right, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's a good idea. But with these movies, like, I feel like, uh, I don't want to say they pander to fans, but they they do do the more experimental, like, I never thought, you know, before Deadpool came out, I was like, I never thought a movie, a superhero movie like this would literally ever exist. And I said the same thing before Logan as well. Yeah. You know? Totally agree, and, especially and then, on the Logan front. Oh, yeah. And then there's New Mutants that's next year, or I don't know. They keep delaying that movie into, like, 
fucking Oblivion. I thought that was so. a TV show. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> I, know. I thought Wait, so which one is which is the one with the kid from uh, Runaways? No, oh, that is one. But that, that's that not what mutants. I was. But that is not what I'm thinking of though. Okay. I, it's the one they just canceled it. It's a, it was an X Men show, and it was a, it's the uh, the kid from Misfits. You guys ever watch Misfits? The show I watched like uh, the first season. Okay, the kid who can turn invisible in Misfits. Oh, okay. he's in. The, he's that's in the sh- Inhumans. Okay, that's <laughs> Inhumans. The kid from that's fucking. Uh, That's how I know him best. I love that. No, show. it's I love uh, Ramsey fucking Bolton. Oh yeah, I, uh, I, I something. It's he has a very British, he has a very O-N or something. His last name British name is very hard to pronounce. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah so I guess Bolton. it's Inhumans. If only Jack was here instead of being in Europe. He could yeah. pronounce it for he's us. On, he's on a mission um, to avoid this weather. To, well, he only he didn't miss the tornado. That's true. He, <laughs> he was in it. It's yeah. It, this. One of the jokes in this movie was uh, there's a wind advisory, and this happened right after we had a yeah. huge tornado and <laughs> tornado warning very, storm. Very watch. weird for uh, the the Hudson Valley area, the weather we've been having. Mm-hmm. Almost apocalyptic. Seriously. Yeah. But yeah, I suppose that is. Is any other spoiler free thoughts you guys want to get out before we delve into it? We dig deep. We uh, shovel all those spoilers out. I think that you know. My, I don't really have too many more impressions to give off, but my main thing is, if you haven't seen the movie yet, and you're waiting to hear our hot takes, if you like Deadpool 1, you're going to fucking like this. Yeah. But I think you might be left with something, with something to be desired, but definitely go to the movie, see in the theater, and enjoy enjoy the ride, because it is fun. It's, it's definitely less of a unique experience than the first one. It's, <laughs> it, it definitely falls a lot more into the, the, trappings. the conventions yeah. of your typical superhero movie but with still all like you know the the r-rated jokes and you know that ryan reynolds being a total goofball to, yeah to add into it but like you know if you like the first one you like you like this one if you didn't there's a good chance this movie won't sell you and you only fun <laughs> right uh, i don't have anything to say other than spoiler stuff there's not there's nothing to say to you there's guys. like there's like only one thing you can spoil with this movie and it happens in the first 10 minutes Nah, there's a big, there's a few big cameos. There's, there's, not the cameos. Oh, okay, the cameos is, that I don't call it. But there's, there's, there's yeah. a pretty big, big moment in the middle, moments in the middle that, that definitely weren't There was a character story. I did not think was going to be in this movie. Oh, yeah. This movie. You're right, you're yeah. right, you're absolutely right. Other than that, I guess I could see what you mean, where it's like, do you think Cable <laughs> saves the day? Maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, I don't know, it is a movie. <laughs> is the impervious immortal Deadpool going to die? You gotta see the movie. You gotta see the movie to find out. He, he might die. He might. They make you think. All right. He, he might. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. Please enjoy this It's Fits. We'll be right back. Hello. Welcome to another episode of It's Fits, where Story Screen's film laureate. Brian Robert Fitzgibbons speaks on a film. Today, Fitz will discuss the Fast and the Furious franchise. The Fast and the Furious. Don't have much to say about that. I'm not a car person. Enjoyed car movies, but that movie's just... Vin Vin Diesel. Is he, um, black? And then the guy... 
yeah, I don't have much to say. I know they made six of them, which kind of annoyed me. Um, Fast and the Furious, don't really remember it. Bunch of guys racing cars. That Paul Walker, rest in peace. Um, and I don't even remember what kind of cars they were driving. They were probably pretty fast. That's it. <laughs> This has been another episode of It's Fits. For more on the Fast and the Furious franchise from the StoryScreen family, check out our miniseries, Quarter Mile at a Time. And we're back! Welcome back to Hot Takes. Hope you enjoyed that. It's Fits. It is time to talk. Spoilers for Deadpool 2. We're going to ruin every single joke. Let's go. Deadpool doesn't die. Uh, yeah. But Which, yeah, he can't die. Kind of makes you think he was going to for a, for a second. I was just like, maybe they, they will kill him off. Second there, but then like, wouldn't you're like, that be a funny joke? I thought what I thought was gonna be fun. You actually kill Deadpool. He has the collar on. They leave him there. Deadpool three is like some douchebag takes the collar off. He's been having such a beautiful time in Ghost World with his <laughs> wife, and then Deadpool three starts where like he has a family. He's doing mm-hmm. great. He's like I'm not all weird anymore. And then Deadpool three starts where like someone just like kicks him over, and he just like takes the collar off, and he just like boots back to life, and he's pissed. Mm-hmm. So that's I, I, I like that idea. I I, it's cool, right? I thought I thought they were gonna do something where since his girl his girlfriend dies in this movie, spoilers in the first ten minutes. Well, now we're in we're in spoiled territory. So yeah, you say all the weird shit yeah. you want. Um, I thought because he lost his girlfriend, they were gonna have his actual girlfriend in the comics, which is death itself. Oh, and oh, yeah. he and she like keeps him alive <laughs> just to fuck with him. And I thought they were gonna do that, and I was really excited for that. But that they did. Fun. so that's like one of my like very minor. I that's was, that's the correct. Uh, that's my minor. Oh, you really like the movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I was uh, just about to ask you a question, then I played it in my head and realized how crazy it sounds. <laughs> I was about to ask, does Marvel own the rights to death? <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Disney is going to bid on death now. They own everything, buddy. They own, it they all. own the concept they own of death all. now. They have, all, they have all the Infinity Stones. You, you, will live, you will live forever. They got them all, dude. Waiting online for Space Mountain. Then when you think you're on the ride, they're going to turn the time one and be like, fuck. You're back in the line, buddy. Back in the back. Shit. Um, Deadpool 2. Yeah. Something, yeah. Uh, something that I was uh, wondering going in. And they even brought this up in the movie. Uh, I knew Domino was going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. And her superpower is super luck. Yeah. And I didn't know how they were going to show that. And he, and even Deadpool jokes about it. Like, that's not very cinematic during, like, this whole thing where and she's she dodging. Has, like, she has, like, the coolest power. I agree. Like, yeah, it's so cool. It's, it was so well done. And I was, like, I was just in awe. The only thing I didn't like about it was when the, the Prius goes into the... The gas station that yeah, looked that was, really bad. That looked bad. Really it's bad. It's also fucked up. It's like, yeah, we're saving the day, but all these innocent people. There's, are some, there's definitely some weird CGI in the movie. Like, um, anytime the X Men, the X Wing would come in, oh yeah, it oh yeah, just like shit. I th- which I'm always I like, think, is this on purpose? Like, I think so because the first one was like that. Yeah, anytime they do like super X Men stuff, or even like the mansion, like doesn't look good or the, the lighting of it is very weird yeah you know? or like the room when they they see all the other x-men like it looks like a green screen it looks like a green screen, like a green screen <laughs> away, which i could also i could see being on, on purpose for sure yeah, yeah. Um, they, they definitely do not give this movie the budget 
that the no. other X-Men movies get. Even Deadpool 1, I think, is it has more money than Deadpool 1. Because Deadpool 1, For I sure. feel like, is not made with a lot of money. No. Mm-hmm. But they made a really great, a really great movie with it. Yeah. Domino, Domino is awesome. Played by the lovely Zazie Beats of Atlanta. Atlanta is... I just finished season one of Atlanta. Oh. That shit is good. Season two, you're in for a wild fucking ride. I heard. Yeah. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> I've only seen one episode in season two, and I was like... You've seen two. Oh, yeah. Two. But, but, but the one episode. I mean, oh my God. I got Hulu, so I've been watching Handmaid's Tale in Atlanta. It's just been a really weird week. Oh, yeah. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's just like... Jeez. <laughs> Deadpool's quite the change of pace. I'm having a weird week. It's mm-hmm. just a weird few days for me. It's a good palate cleanser. That um, I can agree with, for sure. Yeah. I guess, like, you know, Deadpool 2 in general is a good palate cleanser for, like, a lot of just, even, like, superhero movies in general. Mm-hmm. I think you kind of mentioned that, like, at the top. But, uh, it is good to see a movie like this. But I think Deadpool, it, Deadpool 1, again, is, like, such the experiment. It's, like, I want to see them doing weirder shit, not mm-hmm. more of the same. Mm-hmm. You know, give me like more. Don't make Deadpool one bigger with Deadpool two. I wish they made Deadpool two like its own thing. weirder. Yeah, mm-hmm. like get like fucking like I guess thing like um I was talking to Kirsten a little bit uh in the car. You know, we aren't allowed to talk about the movies, but she was trying to pick my brain about it. And she was just like, "Well, I thought they were a little too like you know how like you can break the fourth wall." I almost feel like they did it too much. I'm like, I think my problem with it is that they were kind of somewhere in the middle with breaking the fourth wall and like mm-hmm. not doing. I'm like lean into it or don't you know they, like they didn't they definitely do lean into it but they didn't go full gremlins too yeah yeah so i mean i kick it down with that that's kind of hold that's that's deadpool's stick yeah. he's breaking the fourth wall that's that's that's, 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 that's his real superpower that's his superpower that's exactly. why it's almost weird like you know like when he has the collar on i wish he was like super lame and like he even breaks the fourth wall with the collar on i'm like no that that should be like he can't do that you he know? can't be yeah like he made jokes to the camera even when he had the collar on I'm like no he should like when the collar comes off, he it should be, be like, 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 like some Looney Tunes, like crazy, mm-hmm. you know? Or just be like, just... And it kind of did that, though, when he got the collar off. Yeah, he's just like, superpowers back, and yeah. then, but I almost wish it was even more like... Space he's, not, no. he's, not, he's not even <laughs> aware he's in a movie anymore. Yeah, like, exactly. And like, yeah, like he, he's just like super normal, he's like, I got cancer, I'm kind of yeah, funny. Yeah, I got like, tumors to grow. Yeah, like that line's <laughs> funny, but it's not like, you know, it's not too on the nose. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That that kid was great. It's great to see more of him. Uh, the Julian something. Uh, Russell. Yeah. Yeah, he was really he was really good. In the Known movie. for Hunt for the Wilder People, Taika Waititi mm. joints. All those New Zealand kids. All those mm-hmm. New Zealand kids. Good, good. He's breaking out into Hollywood. The I guess first, like he said, the first plus size hero. The first plus size superhero. Yeah. And as a cool. as a table of some, you know, we're not the skinniest boys. Well. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Ryan Reynolds. I mean, yeah, I was going to say Jeremy does have quite the the surfer body aesthetic and the golden hue that is constantly behind your head that who blinds you, me. Who are you, Mike? <laughs> no, me and Mike both are in on this bit. Okay, he just oh, he thanks. just gets weirder with it. And thank I God, it's just a bit. <laughs> no, no, it's true. You're painfully gorgeous, mm-hmm. but um, I know, bitch. I know, Bill. Uh, but yeah, I do like. I like the kid. I thought he was funny. I think once the MacGuffin of the movie became clearer, I was a little bit more on board. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as much as, like, this is a huge... It takes a while to get started. I think that first act's a little clunky. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, when, like, 
when he's like doing the plan again, the X Force together. That's really funny, and it's so jarring that they kill off half those characters. Oh, me. it's so great! It's it's awesome. It's like a big writing no no, and that's why they do it. <laughs> like, it's, it's very funny. And you know they got like all these like good. They got Terry Crews. They yeah. got the Pennywise guy, mm-hmm. the Skarsgård kid. That I'm blanking on his first name. Uh, they're all Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And they got all these big names, and they just immediately like I think the the guy who plays Peter is like a known comedian. That's a I think uh, Rob Delaney. Right. I yeah, didn't recognize he's, him. He with is the really fucking weird on Twitter. <laughs> he is very funny. <laughs> Good. But yeah, they 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 had all these like uh, almost like no name, very uh, detached X Men mutants. Didn't that... you recognize one of them? Didn't you recognize? Yeah, one it's I just are yeah the one that's pukes uh, acid. I was Where'd like, oh yeah, from? I remember him from like the X Men '90s uh, show. Oh really? <laughs> he was in Evolution too. Yeah, he was also in Evolution. Who played uh, the Vanishing guy when he like electrocuted himself? Chris Tucker，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是，那个是
showed up. He's a good character. Yeah. I forgot he was Xavier's brother, though. Yeah. Yeah, same. <laughs> that's not really something that's brought up that Because I also, I've been, like, watching Legion so much, too. And, like, yeah, the, same. And, like I'm watching Legion, I'm just like, well, Legion, you know, is the son of Charles Xavier. In the show, probably. They haven't, Maybe. They haven't totally confirmed it it's yet. It's totally there. It's Yeah, but like, it definitely has what's Legion going on. is very disconnected from... Yeah. We were actually but, talking about that in the car here. Well, we do... We've been doing a uh, Catherine Ray cast on Legion, and we just... Plug. Plug. So, check... Yeah, check those episodes out. We did one for season one, and we did one for... Uh, that's Bernadette Gorman, White's podcast. And then we did... Uh, the first half of season two, and like that is just like one of the best shows on TV right now. That show is so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we were discussing how that show and Deadpool, they're both X Men, like fr- uh, yeah, X Men. They're gonna things, be like more separate in a way. But they're so detached. But even in Legion, like you know, Legion totally. is is tonally like you know, it's a story about mutants and time travel, and mm-hmm. there's a little bit of Cerebro in there, and like you know, there's these elements of of X-Men are, are still prominent in the show, but it's definitely, like I said, disconnected. Mm-hmm. Enough about Legion. <laughs> but yeah, the Juggernaut. Uh, I, I was I was actually punching myself because, like, I didn't know it was a Juggernaut until, like, the last second when they revealed him. And I was I like, no, oh! I, no, I really didn't know either until you, like, like yeah, he, of course, he would stop an 18-wheeler truck with one punch. Of course. <laughs> I was like, who's behind that door? Certainly not Killer Croc. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, what is this guy? Like, is I was it a I Sentinel. Was, I was genuinely ex- that would have been kind of weird. Yeah, uh, I, I, was, I was genuinely excited to see who it was. I was like, they got something up their sleeve, and I was like, this is good. I like that. He also looked a little weird CGI wise, though. He's a little mm. like floppy. He was, totally, he was totally CGI. I yeah. think it was to play off of Colossus. Yeah, I mean, they're you know big CGI fight happening. Like, yeah, it, it works. I mean, fucking hell, I feel like a Colossus versus Juggernaut fight on the big screen is something that. We we've like deserved for like twenty years. I yeah. never I never asked for it, but I'm not gonna say no. Yeah, yeah. That's I just, I I just like the big X Men good guy versus the big X Men bad guy. Yeah, for like you know, and their fight's it. cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the the, the fight, John, they the take John, him out in a creative way. I was gonna say the John Wickedisms. Yeah, you know, Cable is definitely like you know he's doing a lot of the head twisties, shooting twice mm-hmm. in the belly. Judo flip. I think mm-hmm. I think it was a good move hiring um, the Croft Maga with yes. karate with a pistol. Yes. Alright, it, it was a good move um, hiring David Leitch, one half of the John Wick team, to direct this movie. Also, the director of Atomic Blonde, because um, the action scenes do work; they flow very well. It doesn't get too jumbled. You can see what's yeah. going on. The and action stuff. in this movie is is as good as the comedy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, I agree. Yeah. It's not. It's not like. Lean too much in one way, yeah. I thought the action in the first Deadpool was very good too. Yeah, but it, that also wasn't like very shaky cam; like it was very focused, cinematic, yeah. and which I I like as well. I like I've I've said it on many podcasts, but I'm not a huge fan of the of like the Bourne fight scenes where the cameras like mm-hmm. it's is it's a thousand cuts per punch. It's yeah. like I'm way more into like just one frame have the action happen and follow that action. The mid to late two thousands X Men movies had that problem. Yeah, even like you know, like uh, almost all of the Batman movies have terrible fight scenes. Yeah, like even even the best Batman movies have horrible fight choreography. Yeah, Dark Knight choreography is awful, <laughs> and Batman Begins fight choreography is awful. Well, they, they it's kind, not interesting. They, they kind of hid that by just having like Batman just grab people behind the shadows. Yeah, which like that shit I'm into. Also, didn't help that he couldn't move his neck. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Yeah>. absolutely. <laughs> But yeah, a good use of slow motion as well. Cool use of slow motion. Yeah, 
Again, like from like the first one. Uh, did that pretty what well did too. you guys? How did you guys uh, feel about how they handled like the abuse angle that they were going for? Like the abuse of the kid. Yeah, yeah, like they were trying to. I feel like they're trying to say something about like the treatment of like how to like how to approach like an abused kid and if like you know. I thought that like and all that stuff. I honestly thought that the. I think it's. I almost don't really know what the right way to handle it is, but like, I almost felt like the. The uh, place that the kid was at, this orphanage, this like mutant orphanage where they torture kids behind the scenes in the name of God, it's like very heavy handed and doesn't kind of like narrow in on like what it's what it's like actually trying to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. too many because they're just like they're anti they're perverts, they're anti mutant, and they torture kids because that makes them better jesus i think they were just joking i think (laughs) that that deadpool was just joking that they were perverts Perverts. there wasn't really any evidence that they were sexually abuse they were just they were just electrocuted to because they didn't want them to use their powers powers. but they wanted them to live they weren't trying to kill them i think like what they're tapping into is just like you know queer conversion facilities and things like that where like you know they try to make you not be queer anymore. I, th- I think that's exactly what they're trying to do, but, but they didn't um, want it to be the center point of the movie. Yeah. Right, but like... It's almost a little misguided, I think, It's though. It's heavy-handed, but they don't really joke about how heavy-handed That's true. It it's is. not It's not the butt of a joke, which I guess is a, a good way of handling mm-hmm. it. it. The whole arc of the movie is for that kid to not kill. Sure. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um... Good question. That is that is that is a good question. You know how to handle abuse. I mean, I think that uh, having the kid, they're trying to avoid the kid's first murder because that sends them on a murder rampage. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. Oh, please go. It kind of reminded me of Looper. Yeah, (laughs) this one is very much like like Looper. Looper. That's a good point. Yeah, I like that. Looper's great. Looper's cool. I see the vinyl at uh, Dark Side Records a lot, and it is a... Uh, the case for the vinyl is a burlap sack that's ripped open with the gold money in nice. it. Nice. And it, the thing's like 10 pounds. <laughs> I'm always just like, I want to buy it, but I don't remember thinking the music in Looper was just like something I really need to listen to. I haven't mean, actually listened to that soundtrack in a while. It's a, it's a cool... Um, I'm sure it's like... It's cool cool though. The package, dude. The packaging is fucking sick. But I'm like, I don't know if I need this. Kind of like that Fight Club uh, vinyl. Well, that one's like, I think Burge has that, and he's totally, he's he hasn't opened it, and he's like totally the type who would not open (laughs) the Fight Club thing until his like dying breath. He won't open it. If you don't know about it, Brian, um, there's this Fight Club. uh, Oh yeah, I've seen seen that. Where if you rip it open, that's the only way you can listen to it. Mm -hmm. Is you have to destroy it. Yeah. Which is very cool. It's cute. So yeah. speaking of the soundtrack, the sound, I I really love the soundtrack in this movie. I loved it in the first one as well. Soundtrack's good. Not really much of a score, it seems like. Yeah, no. Um, but th- I mean, maybe it's there. You just it's like kind of under the. It's what shoulders. Tyler Bates likes to do. Is that he likes to like those like the hum the dum mm. like atmospheric. Which worked. Yeah. yeah. Like I, background music. Yeah. I feel like with all the the jokes, like having a score, it doesn't need it. It's better to punctuate that with some pop culture music. Exactly. Yeah. And the music, like, is played into the jokes and into oh, the yeah. plot so well. And I, I love when the music is also the storyteller in a movie. Mm-hmm. That's why, if, if you can do that in a movie, I'll probably like it. No that's matter, why, even mean, if, hey, it's pretty, if it's bad. <laughs> it's why Guardians work so well. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's one of the many reasons why Guardians yeah, work so well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
That's Baby, that's one of the reasons why I love Guardians. Sure. Baby Driver is another good example. Of that. Baby Driver. Oh, that's like some next level shit. Yeah. That's that's that idea on like the highest yeah, that movie, volume. That movie's a car race concert. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Cable's uh, Turn It Up to Eleven dial. Oh yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. The guitar. T- I'm almost the guitar. Like, is this a Spinal oh, Tap joke? Probably. Know. It might be. It's like it's a lot of weird jokes. There was no Eleven there. But it was just like it was. Just, it was just a, a guitar point. dial where it's like yeah. volume. It and like Deadpool a... it like immediately knew what that was and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna turn this all the way up and shoot you with it." Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, was fun. That was fun. That was fun. Yeah, most of the jokes do work. They work for me. They might yeah. not work for everybody. I mean, how do you definitely think, not? How do you guys feel about just like the central, the, the human element of Deadpool in this movie is his girlfriend is killed as a result of his heroics quote-unquote how do you guys feel about like i i have a so this, i'm kind of bringing this up because i have an issue with her character because in when we meet her in deadpool one she is a strong badass who basically is domesticated by romance mm-hmm. and then becomes a damsel in distress and then in this movie the entire movie is predicated on just her getting like being cannon fodder to a man's heroics mm-hmm. Yeah. I, that, that is like a fundamental kind of issue I just have with the movie. No, definitely. Well, I feel yeah. like that hits Deadpool really hard. Because, like, she... He deals with it, for sure, in yeah. an emotional way. But I don't think... I just think that, like, that's like a writing issue I have. Okay. I can I can take it or leave it, honestly. Like, if... Yeah. I guess there is... You do need to have, like, a way to ground Deadpool and to, like, humanize him. Because if he was, like, totally... Like, I keep, I keep you know, referencing Bugs Bunny... Mm-hmm. But, like, that's kind of, like, how, how he can get when he's, like, you know, left off off the leash in the comics. So, I think that would be, like, a little too obnoxious to put into film. So, you have to put in Yeah, to ground him a little bit. But, you know, I can honestly... I can take it or leave it. Like, I get... It's it's more of a necessity for the movie. Yeah, I mean, but you guys kind of see, like, that issue... I can see the issue because there's not a whole lot there to Marina Burke. Because... Yeah, whereas I feel like she started off as, like... I think the the real issue for me is that they, they gave us an interesting template that they slowly strip down to like its most basic form of just of like you know tropey woman for a man in a movie. I, I feel like when they were this is you know this is just a guess. This is in no way like probably true, but like it feels like when they were writing this movie, they had the Marina Bakarin character, but they had wanted Deadpool to do all these other cool things, and they yeah. had like the girl characters like. And he has this, but he won't do this. So, like, what? How do we handle? Let's just yeah. fucking kill her. I think I, I read a, I read something that the original draft of the script, or like one of the original ideas of the script, was that it was going to be Deadpool dealing with having a kid. Like that would be fun. We just think I do think that this is the better direction to take it. Is sure, that him yeah, kind yeah. of like more having like a surrogate child to yeah. take care of? Because mm-hmm. I think once again to like. Son, Deadpool, son, son of Deadpool, gets son a of the weird. mask. Yeah, <clears throat> but, you know this movie actually reminds me a lot of. I was thinking of it when Don't I was watching Son of the Mask. No, it doesn't remind me. Of, <laughs> it doesn't remind me of Son of the Mask. But it reminds me of the Mask. Okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Like there's totally. some of the zaniness that he has, especially when he like is in the prison and he gets his collar off. I was like, just like gives me like a mask vibe. I don't know why. Mm. I can see that totally. It's, it's I can't articulate it that well beyond what I just said. I I, I bet like Ryan Reynolds like. <clears throat> Would cite '90s era Jim Carrey as an as an inspiration. Very physical for yeah. for his for his like where he he gets like Deadpool's mannerisms mm. and uh, you know how he talks and all that stuff. Yeah, uh, it's funny you brought up the girlfriend because that's one of my criticisms of the first movie. 
Oh, like, yeah. I know, I know it's a, I know it's a love story, and that works. But I felt like at the end she should have died, because Deadpool as a character having like uh, a person that he cares about, where the bad guys can like hurt them, is like, uh, it's 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 too it's too big of a weakness for Deadpool because yeah. he he can't die, he can't be sliced in half. You don't want to give back. him a Lois Lane. Yeah, way, exactly. But... So I felt like she had to die in this movie for him to like like just be it would have been better than just making her a damsel in distress again yeah, um, yeah i sure. guess i just have like i guess that's just um there's a a structural weak point there that i'm kind of tired of seeing i think and mm-hmm. and i'm still a little tired of seeing it in this movie as well and, and i they, do really love the scenes where when he dies there's like a afterworld for yeah, him yeah, like i think yeah. that that stuff i'm like so fucking into i think that shit's really cool that like when he he dies he like <clears throat> basically, you know, his mutant abilities like tangentializes like an like an afterworld for him, or mm-hmm. like you know, like his DMT releases enough where he like goes to like this last bastion of what he wants, and he gets mm-hmm. stripped away from it too. Like it's very cool. I, yeah, that's why I thought they were gonna make the girlfriend be actually dead. Yeah, and then I I I still I think, think that, I, think I that still also, think they could do that. I think that would have fixed that problem for sure. I still think they can do that. In do the they, next I don't movie. know if they own death. Though. Too Back bad. to Jeremy's question. <laughs> Too bad. Marvel owns the rights to death. Because I, like, I think that's a Thor character, right? Is death technically a, a Thor? Mm, uh, well, like death, death was like Lady Death or whatever. Because that's who like Thanos I, was trying to court. I in believe the comic she. Books. I believe she was introduced oh, in. No, 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 no. Hel- he- uh, Hela is different. He- no, no, different. no. I'm not talking about Hela. I'm talking about Thanos's wife. Was she the same character? That would be really I, funny. I, I, I don't want to like say misinformation gonna, on gonna, this podcast. Yeah, yeah, we don't. We don't want to get the fans. To I just, I just know for a fact that Deadpool has a girlfriend that's actually death, and she keeps him alive to just mess with him. That sounds fun. That sounds fun. That sounds yeah. fun. And I feel like they they could have alleviated a lot of the issues you had with like the structural things by just getting weird. Ag- agreed. I totally agree with that. If you make her death or you give her more agency, I would be happy. Mm-hmm. with that you know but instead you keep her mortal or you keep her a ghost and you know you just have this character that for two movies kind of gets the short end of the stick you know mm-hmm. and i just like i, I don't want to harp on it too much because like there's no kind of real fixing it in this conversation but like no, I, yeah. I just think that it's it's problematic and i don't like it you know mm-hmm. and i you know i guess for what deadpool is aspiring to be it works yeah on that front because it's not really like it's just it's just trying to be a good time Sure. Like a good comedy. But it is like it's 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 like woke enough about like its comments on like diversity and things like that. Unfortunately they didn't CGI TJ Miller out, but you know <laughs> you can't win them all. bomb caller TJ Miller. Yeah. It, it, <laughs> That's if, a good title. If you notice at the end during the credit scene, he's like pouring his like bucket of piss into his martini glass mm-hmm. and I, that, he he got like in trouble for pissing in public or something like that did he really yeah I wonder, probably I that's like an actual joke i, I think that's exactly what they were trying he to emulate he sucks there. so bad i hate that he's in this movie he but it's also it's what it is mm-hmm. piss it don't boys get, don't give me a cup of, of piss and tell me it's grandma's peach tea Oh, that's Christ. a just that's you know Batman for Superman remember the, remember the really great dramatic scene where they kill the the court of people and Superman just kind of gets out funny thing because that scene makes total sense right everyone they just die in the Capitol building I don't know where that is come on Holly when, Hunter when Jeremy and I saw that movie he like went to the bathroom during that scene so he didn't see the jar of piss until like <laughs> later that is very funny <laughs> 
we, when we did so that, I had to explain to him there was a jar of piss. There was a jar of piss. <laughs> I saw that movie. It was before, obviously it was before we are doing Story Screen stuff. And I watched it again with with Jack and, and Burge and, and we did it for the Battering that's, uh, podcast. That's and, we a, lost, and we lost our fucking minds. That's a chaotic way. episode. Yeah, well that one, I think I also might have been like one of the most drunk I've ever been in my entire You life. have to to watch that shit. It's, it hurts. It hurts me to watch that movie. Yeah, me too. Um, but I remember watching it. I saw it in theaters with a friend of mine. And we're the whole movie. We're like we're like holding each other, laughing. We're just like, "What is this <laughs> beautiful chaos?" And this, and Deadpool two is also very beautiful chaos. In the right, but in, in the a right good way. way. Yeah. In the right, it's yeah. controlled chaos. It's self aware, which fixes most problems in movies. Yeah, yeah. But there's a lot of like lampshading in this movie, like. There's a lot of times where they do something zany or crazy, and they're like, isn't that zany or crazy? Don't think too much about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think that's... I think that's a trapping of movies that are, like, self-aware, or try to break the fourth wall, instead of, like, always being a good tool for the film. I think Airplane does that. It does it, 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 does it perfectly. Airplane is the perfect example of, like, you know, because the plot's so ludicrous, you can push and move these things... Deadpool, I think because there's just kind of so much going on, it, it being a superhero movie, it trying to have, like, this controlled, contained plot that does have, like, emotional subtext to it, um, it gets just kind of weird when they do crazy stuff, and, like, there, there are moments where it's jarring and, and kind of pushes against itself. Mm-hmm. That's... Well, I felt like this movie, they were trying to make every character but Deadpool understand the context of the movie as like an x-men movie just like a normal thing yeah but deadpool is like the wild card where we're seeing it from his perspective and how ridiculous and how funny it all is to him yeah where like the kid is actually going through some really tough shit uh colossus is like uh, like should i help this guy who like kills everyone like yeah. what's going on well it's cool because even it's like the kid not even the x-men want to help him because he's such a piece of shit yeah you know? <laughs> yeah and deadpool's just like no i like i get it you're a big piece of shit kind of like me like, let me let me help you out and i kind of like that you know <clears throat> it, it's hard because i think what they were going for is just like this kid's so bad not even the x-men want to help him but in like normal x-men lore that would never be that would <laughs> yeah, never happen. Would never work that way but like and it's again like it just, there's just a lot of like weird decisions that like just try to keep the roller coaster going but like i got kind of like stuck on the to keep this analogy going like stuck on on the rails a little bit it's like all right well i don't think the colossal not even colossal as like a comic book character colossal as the first movie colossal i'm like i don't think he would act like this you know no, i don't I, think he would be so lexical I, I feel like if charles xavier was not to put too much fan fiction on yeah, you're not, not, you're you're not, re- not trying to rewrite <laughs> you just you're just it. it's done but i feel like but i feel like, like what the fuck are you guys doing go help the kid shit he's yeah, one of you guys charlie zero also probably just like go in his brain just like make the kid go to sleep it's like, <laughs> yeah all right take him to the the weird room that we have that teaches people things it's like all right <laughs> Take him to the weird room. You just you just fix everything. Show don't him the you? show him the yellow and black suits, the one we have in plus size. <laughs> <laughs> he gets his yellow he gets his yellow suit in the middle of the movie. Yeah, you're right. Sure, but it's uh in prison. Yeah, mm-hmm. mutant, mutant prison. That's a lot of other things. There's a lot of like places in the movie where it's like there's this weird mutant orphanage, and then there's this weird mutant prison, and then there's the Xavier. It's just a lot of stuff where I'm like. I don't understand this universe really anymore. I don't even think they, they get it. They either. fully get it. They're just kind of 
Making it up as yeah, they go like, along. It's the ice box. And I'm like, is that a thing? Am <laughs> I supposed to know what that is? No. It's like, ice, is Iceman? Well, it's where they box? took Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone in that one weird movie that they oh, made. That's yeah. literally, it's almost the same. Because I saw it on at the bar the other day, where they're in, <laughs> where they're in the weird plastic cube prison. And this movie is like exactly the same. That's, I'm like, it must be the same set. I don't know. That's a perfect place to watch that movie. I was I was literally like eating the steak, being like, "This is stupid." <laughs> I like it. Wow. But I, I that's I hope they keep the Deadpool universe separate from the X Men. Like for they, sure, they can be tangentially connected, but I think they're rubbing against each other in a way where I was a little like, "This is a little too close for me." I, I totally kind of want them more separate. I, I totally feel that where X Men is more sober, and this one's just yeah. completely whacked out. Like everyone's going crazy, right. like. Mm-hmm. The right. Infinity Stones did something to them or yeah, something. Weird. Even Social. though that's a di- that's a different thing. Sober X Men Apocalypse, fucking milk toast. I have not. I've not seen that movie. Besides, that besides like half of Apocalypse. Of course. <laughs> is that movie total dog shit? Nah, it's okay. Uh, I, don't know. I think Dave Suja Pass people like a little too much because I thought that movie was like strictly fine. Because mm-hmm. like you're watching the movie, I'm just like, man. This is pretty good right now, but that's going to fuck up any future movie they're going to try and do. Yeah. And it did. <laughs> and uh, they just didn't ma- care. Well, that's, this movie's a whole different discussion. Yeah. <laughs> the Magneto stuff in Apocalypse works for me, but that's like the only That's thing. like the only kind yeah. of thing. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, any closing thoughts, you think? Uh, no, I think I, I, I like the movie. I kind of want to watch Deadpool 1. That's sure. how, That's how I feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like the movie, but also when I saw the first movie, I just saw it in the theater at a great time. I didn't watch it again ever. No, and no. I'm pr- I'm so satisfied, even as a huge Deadpool fan. Like I don't need to like keep watching it and like quote the jokes to people. No, and, like, yeah, you know, it's not the jokes aren't very quotable. It's more like the jokes just work in the context of the movie. Yeah, yeah, and I, I like that that it's just like the jokes aren't just a punchline. Yeah. For just the movie. The jokes are more quotable from Infinity War. Oh, yeah. This is a great movie to, like... Yeah, great. This is a great movie to, like... He has some friends over just throw it on the TV. You can sure. bullshit yeah. and talk, you know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why I feel about it. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, I am excited to see where they go next. I hope they don't do more of kind of what they're doing in this movie, though. I almost, like... I don't want an X-Force movie. I want a Deadpool movie. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this movie is a little too much of an X-Force movie. Even though they come oh, off half oh, like, man. the people they introduced. But like, really, yeah. really yeah. bummed that, that Donald Glover Deadpool show went under. Did you read the script? I didn't read the script yet. I did not either. I wonder if it's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I imagine it's good because he's like one of the most prolific artists of our generation. <laughs> yeah. So I'd imagine it's pretty yeah. fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> but... Maybe maybe that show would have would have gotten more what what you would have wanted. Maybe know. probably a lot maybe. more nihilism too. Yeah, yeah. I think we that could have definitely given me like the Deadpool I kind of wanted to see. We'll never know. I think uh, an never. animated Deadpool would be pretty great. Yeah, you could he's, do a he's lot more. Alre- st- he's already a fucking cartoon character. Even in even yeah. in movie form, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you guys ever play that Deadpool video game with Nolan North as Deadpool? Oh yeah. I heard I've heard mixed things about that. I heard it's mostly not good. I, I, I if you play like beat 'em ups and stuff, it's okay. Like it's just like another like kind of God of War type game. Just uh, beat ups okay. people. Not like that new guy. I, I just but I but it's funny. Yeah, that's that's like the the thing writing's it has. like pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I enjoyed playing game. as Deadpool in Marvel vs. Capcom three. Also voiced by No More North. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. Well, there you yeah. go. 
We're all, he, we're all voiced by Nolan North, he, really. <laughs> <laughs> or Troy Baker. He, one of the two. <laughs> he, he has a move where he takes the life bar and beats up. The, That's know, fucking funny. Yeah, yeah it's I like, level I like three. that. It's mm-hmm. really great. It's level three. You guys are fighting game boys. I forgot. <laughs> So that, that's our thoughts on Deadpool 2 here on Story Screen Presents Hot Takes. Hot Takes. Hot Tacos. Hot Tacos. Welcome to another episode of Hot Tacos. I'm your host, was... Ground Beef. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Bologna. Bologna. I'm cheese and sour cream. Nice. Who puts bologna in a taco, spam boy? Hmm? What? I said, who puts bologna in a taco? Nobody. Did you say bologna? You said bologna. Hot well, you, I was going off the meats. Like, oh, but we're talking about taco, taco meats. <laughs> Says what kind of man you are. <laughs> I, I, I worked in a deli. Like bologna's the bottom tier, man. Who <laughs> actually? I remember like when my Old family. People. When my family was poor, we had a lot of bologna in the house. <laughs> Old people. Yeah. Like, but like all white hair, no gray. Yeah. And we have bologna. Yeah. It just tastes like they also salt. Get, they also get olive loaf, too, which is also that very, sounds dis- disgusting. very disgusting. Yeah, oh, thank yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry for that deli tangent. tangent. Deli Talks, another story show. <laughs> <laughs> Get ready soon. Get hot, ready. hot Deli. Hot Deli. Welcome to another episode of Hot Deli. <laughs> uh, can I get the Deadpool sliced very thin? Very thin. I right bet there. there's a place out there that has a Deadpool sandwich. Some, I hope so. Some fucking... How do you make a, how do you make a sandwich meta? You can do you, it. You put the ingredients on the outside and the bread on the inside. <laughs> I don't want to hurt that. <laughs> you eat it with a fork and knife. That's how meta it is. I don't know if I agree with you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree. <laughs> I'll say no. Fair enough. Thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing us on this blessed day. Um, my name is Jeremy Kalajewski. I was your substitute host for Hot Takes. Joining me was Brian Castellano, and Robert Anderson. Please watch or not watch. Don't List, watch. You can't, don't, watch don't, you can't watch any of this. Maybe in time. Maybe, ooh, that's a there's yeah. an idea. Maybe when Jeremy graduates, mm-hmm. and we put just put hair in his hand, makes it all weird. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, please listen to more hot takes, over drinkers, cathode raid casts, and other great story screen podcasts, as well as. Fantastic articles and reviews up on the website, storyscreenbeacon.com. Buy a fucking t-shirt. Buy a fucking t-shirt. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, other like RSS apps. Uh, Instagram. Instagram. uh, Facebook. Twitter. Our Twitter is getting more active now. Our Twitter is getting more active. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. I tag a lot of you guys in weird stuff. You do. What What was I sent you guys the other day? I feel like there's something. Is always oh, the moonlight? Uh-huh. Did I text you in that? Uh-huh. That shit's fucked up. That that was, that really, was fucked up, yeah. really funny. We'll talk about that. Talking later. about current memes. <laughs> Way to date this podcast already. Okay, I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Uh, have a wonderful evening. Bye. Bye bye. What does Yanny or Laurel mean? It's it's this uh, Twitter... Oh, you're recording? Okay. It's this Twitter thing where basically this person put up this audio file that says... And she asked, does is this audio thing saying Yanny or Laurel? 
and it's kind of like one of those weird multi-layered audio tracks uh-huh. where it, like it's like a perception test kind of like the dress thing kind exactly. of, but, but, okay. but, but with audio like so okay. so it's basically do you either hear yanny or laurel and based on what you what you're convincing yourself to hear is what, is, is, what you're, is gonna be okay so i don't care no okay 